Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Each year, CMS releases its IPPS final rule, and when it does, there are always ICD-10 and DRG changes that occur. And to walk us through this year's changes, I'm joined by Mary Devine, who is the Director of Revenue Cycle Services here at Bessler. Mary, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me, and I always look forward to talking about the, the new changes ahead. Yeah, and Mary, you know, why, why is it so important to keep on top of these, these changes in your view? It's always important to keep on top of these changes because they impact your reimbursement. And if you don't understand the changes that are coming, your reimbursement could um, substantially decline and you might not understand why. Yeah, absolutely. Um, could, couldn't agree more. So why don't we do this, Mary? Let's take a look at some of the key changes that happened in 2019 as a result of that rule. And then we'll transition and talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that are uh, are now coming up with the uh, 2020 rule being uh, finalized. So um, b- briefly just explain for us what happened in, in 2019. You got it. Um, so I think the biggest thing is to talk about, um, there's two big things, is um, the increase of DRGs from uh, 754 to 759 DRGs. Um, there were 11 deleted and there were 17 added to the, the new DRGs. Um, additionally, um, there were 435 um, ICD-10 code changes. There were 247 new codes added and 139 revised with 49 deleted codes. So again, if you talk about um, why you need to pay attention to these and and pay attention to the changes ahead, you need to make sure that you have an updated pricer so that your claims are pricing out right and you're sending sending correct codes over to Medicare so your claims are not rejected. The biggest changes that were um, due to the DRG changes was because of the um, vaginal and cesarean section deliveries. They made some changes to the, um, the way that the DRGs are grouped and eliminated some as well as added a few additional. As far as the um, ICD-10 procedure codes, those were all cardiac related um, and the way that they were um, qualifying some of the procedures that were occurring. And then for the diagnosis ICD-10s, um, most of those were neoplasm of the eye uh, and the way that they were getting coded. But I think the biggest change that occurred last year was um, when you talk about the transfer DRG rule, it, they added discharge status code 50 and 51, which is the hospice um, discharge status codes. Um, in the past, the hospice was never impacted by the rule, and starting in 2019, it was now, in fact, included in the rule, and if someone was discharged to a 50 or a 51, they would receive the, the per diem payment if, if the stay was below the geometric mean length of stay. And I think that kind of sums up what happened in 2019. Mary, the fiscal year 2020 rule is just about to become in effect. 
uh, in October, just a short time from now. Can you walk us through some of the key changes that we can expect to see when that 2020 rule comes into effect? Sure. So you are exactly correct, Mike. Um, the final rule for 2020 came out in August, um, not that long ago. It was late August. And um, this comes off of the proposed changes that they always post in April. So um, for the changes that are coming up in 2020, they recommended, I'm sorry, they did a review of um, only the ICD-10 claim data from 2018 MedPAR data. They did not do any MSCRG data examination at all. Um, so, and what they looked at is resource consumption and patient care costs. And so then that is how they determine what DRGs are going to be added, combined, eliminated from the 2020. And based on the changes that are made, they are um, estimating that there will be a $3.4 billion increase in CMS payments um, over 2019, and that represents a 3.1% increase over last year. So um, I think the first thing to highlight is that the DRGs are staying constant for 2020. There were 28 DRGs deleted, and there were 28 that were um, added in. Um, the specific reason that these DRGs were changed or deleted is due to the uh, peripheral ECMO changes and the transcatheter mitral valve repair with an implant. Um, and then there also were a few changes from the way that they are um, grouping the pregnancy and childbirth. So those were the DRG changes. As for the ICD-10 codes, for the diagnosis codes, there were 252 uh, codes that were added as it relates to the diagnoses. And then for the procedure codes, there were over 1,600 that are being deleted for um, 2020. And some of those changes are specific to the neoplasms, circulatory system, skin, and subcutaneous tissues, just to uh, mention a few. Great. And there were a couple of those changes that did affect uh, the transfer DRG rule, correct? You are correct. So um, for 2020, uh, there are only 278 DRGs that are going to be impacted by the rule now. So that represents a drop in two because last year there were 280 that were affected. And this is due to um, all those ICD-10 changes that we mentioned. So they felt that because of some of the changes that really they should not be impacted by the rule. So the two that were impacted were uh, MSDRGs 273 and 274. Um, they're being removed. And then there was 693 and 694 that are not subject to the rule. And they did not qualify for 2020 either. But then they removed 319 and 320. Mary obviously went through a lot of detail here today and, and talked about the DRG codes in depth. We have more information on our blog with the post that's related to this episode, so please go up there and give that a look for some additional detail. Also, if you'd uh, like to understand whether or not uh, you're recovering all of your transfer DRG overpayments and underpayments, uh, take a look at our transfer DRG service on Bessler.com. 
We also offer a DRG validation uh, as well as uh, coding and compliance services. So you can see those on Bessler.com as well. Just head over there to the services section and you can read all about it. Mary, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. If you enjoy the Hospital Finance Podcast, please head up to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a positive review. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.